come here, here in Toronto? How did we get to this? Well, to make sense of this senseless act of violence, we need to take a closer look at Toronto in 1933. That's a bit of what it sounded like at a recent performance of the immersive play about the riot at Christie Pitts. The plays performed outdoors on a Toronto baseball diamond in the very same park where the actual riot happened 90 years ago this summer. The actors use the infield as their stage, and the audience, we sit close, in the bleachers along the third baseline. The students who get bussed in for the field trip from various high schools, they sit on the grass behind home plate. For the next 90 minutes, the actors show the students what it was like living in Toronto in that tense summer of 1933. The summer that culminated in the famous August 16th Christie Pitts riot that broke out after a baseball game between a Jewish team called Harvard Playground and a mostly Christian team from a nearby church. But the riot wasn't about the final score. It was about anti-Semitism and racism and hate for immigrants and how the Jews and their allies from the immigrant community fought back with sticks and fists and pipes. And just a few years later, they would do the real fighting wearing Canadian Army uniforms in the Second World War against Hitler. The creators behind the new play hope that by showcasing the age-old hatred of Jews and newcomers in 1933 Canada, students will make the connection to modern hatred that exists today and take action when they see it. There's a couple goals. Number one, the most important thing was to show all the students and people who don't know about the riot uh, what it was and how it happened in Toronto and how quickly it can happen again. And so we want to really make it clear that we live in a wonderful, diverse city and we're grateful for it, but that we also have to remember these things happen. And so we have to continually find ways to work together. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Wednesday, June the 14th, 2023. Welcome to the CJN Daily, a podcast of the Canadian Jewish News sponsored by Metropia. In this scene from the play, you hear the teenage actor playing the role of Joey Rosenbaum being hassled by a local bully. You Jews should go home, but you don't. Instead, you come over here, you take all our jobs. That's what my dad said. That's not true. You call my dad a liar? No. Huh? No. The creator of the play based it on his own family's personal history, although Sam Rosenthal did change a couple of names, and he fictionalized some parts too. But his grandfather actually operated a drugstore in the area, just east of here, in the Jewish neighborhood at Bloor and Manning. And his real father, Joe, who was born just after the riot, remembers what it was like when it was the Depression and jobs were scarce. And there was plenty of support in Canada for Nazi leader Adolf Hitler's ideas, which included blaming Jews for the world's economic troubles. I got to know all the boys, the Christie Pitts gang and so on, so I got along fine with them. But for many people, it was pretty tough. The, the, uh, the Jewish crowd had a, had a tough time. I mean, how would you like to walk into a store and see a sign saying Jews and dogs not allowed? 
At the climax of the play, the actors recreate the fateful baseball game. Two outs with two men on base, and at bat, the stinky Davis in the batter's box, the entire crowd leans in to watch. Yes! And the incident that sparked the riot, they unfurled a large sheet with a swastika painted on it, same as the notorious pit gang did on August the 16th, although the directors chose not to use the full Nazi symbol, just a sheet painted with red and black lines, but you still get the message. Swastika! They got the swastika! Get out! Right away, a number of Jewish Harvard fans collapsed in the banner carriers. A long line of trucks arriving from college and Spadina. Not just Jewish men. I see other faces from the neighborhood. Dominic and a bunch of his Italian friends jump out from the back of a truck. They're shouting and flailing its fists and boots and baseball bats. Up on the streets, people are leaving their homes to join in the fighting. Store owners, workers, regular folks. They're punching and kicking, pushing and shoving. In the middle of the madness, I feel sick. A dread I've never felt before. Surely someone's going to get killed tonight. That was going on. I mean, if you can imagine a riot in a, a city going on for hours, people beating the shade out of each other, I mean, it, it, it's unimaginable. It's unimaginable. The initiative for busing in 5,000 high school students to see the play over six weeks came from the Toronto District School Board, in particular from its Jewish Heritage Committee, in close collaboration with the Italian Heritage Team. The idea was to make what the students are learning in their textbooks come to life because while in grade 8 and 10 they do cover the Holocaust and other forms of historic racism, the story of one of the country's worst racial events that happened right in their own backyard is much less well known. The play's artistic director, Sam Rosenthal, says he's receiving excellent feedback from the students who see it. I think they want to know more about... um like, did anyone get killed? And, you know, um, what happened to the mayor? And they want to know, basically, like the characters in a, in a great book or, or movie, what happened? So what happened to the stories? What happened to, you know, your dad and his family growing up? And those kind of things. We know the students are enjoying it because they're quiet, they're engaged, mm. and they're asking a lot of questions afterwards. So I'm really pleased. I spoke with some of these grade 10 students from Port Credit Secondary School in Mississauga after the play ended. They were doing some deep reflection on what they'd just seen. So I'm a reporter with the Canadian Jewish News. I just wanted to know if you could tell me what your key takeaway was from this. Cr- Sam Cranford. Um, probably the end when they were like, because uh, like they talked about how the message was like um, to like when you when you're presented with the moment, uh, like will you choose to make a change? So like I thought that was probably the biggest takeaway of the play. Have you ever had an experience of discrimination? Me personally, uh, no, but I've seen it before. So what was that? Just kind of general. I don't know, like racism and stuff. Mm-hmm. Anybody else want to give me a takeaway? What struck you? My name is Christian. Christian Rinaldi. My takeaway was that how an entire city like Toronto could be affected by the effects of segregation and how. Lots of different groups were affected, you know, not just the Jews specifically, but like they said, the Italians and then everyone else and how it all kind of comes together and, yeah, how one community can really be affected by something like this. Do you know any Jewish people? Um, 
No, I, sorry, I don't think I could really name Sarah. one off. Of Sarah. Oh, Sarah Pearson. Yeah, one of our Somebody friends. Somebody in the school? Yeah. yeah, one of the... Is she here? No. 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 Uh-huh. And what about yourself? Thank you. What yeah, about no yourself? Um, what is your key takeaway? Uh, my name is Dane Boschman. I learned that something small like a baseball game can explode into something really big and have like really big consequences. And that like there's a lot of causes that you don't see as a bystander. Well, there's been a lot of sports anti-Semitism, shall I mention... Uh, Kanye and Kyrie uh, Irving and uh, like the last year it's been double down on Jews and stuff like it's been in popular culture right so I'm sure you're aware of that no well, like, I was aware of that but uh, like yeah it's just it's weird to see that like something that was just it wasn't that I thought was just a baseball game originally and there's other factors that like all piled into it and that caused it to explode like that you don't usually get to see those so what did your anybody else want to weigh in yeah, because I don't know what your school prepared you for this. Like, this is you have to go, right? This is like mandatory, right? But did you prepare for this or no? No, we just I signed a form and then I got sent here. You haven't learned. Have you guys learned about the Holocaust? Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, right. So, did you want to say? Sorry, your name? Oh, my name's Eva Puskarik. I'm 16. I thought it was really cool because we learn about it so much in history, and I feel like in English we also read a lot of books about the Holocaust and everything. And Frank. Have you heard about Anne Frank? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. diaries. Um, we didn't read them, but I definitely heard about them. And I think it was cool to see, like, Canadian, like, in Toronto and how everything played out because sometimes we just learn about it, like, in other parts of the world, but it's cool to learn, like, in Canada, how everyone was affected here. I don't know if you realize, like, last week the Toronto police came out with a statistic. They do an annual story of how many people get hate crimes. And Jews, LGBTQ, and blacks are the highest hate crimes in Toronto. Jews are number one, even though there's only 180,000 Jews in Toronto, they're the number one, and then LGBTQ and black are the number two. So I just wondered if you knew that, and did you want to say something? Sure. I'm 16, my name's Ben Young. Okay. Yeah, so it's cool that we, like, we learn a lot about, like, what was happening in Europe and stuff, but it's cool to see, like, in Canada, like, I didn't know about, like, the Swastika Club or like any of that was happening here really so it's interesting you haven't seen know. any memes on social media about like swastikas and stuff and uh, neo-nazi stuff no, anybody well, like, yeah. i see a couple of them but like yeah yeah that's true has there ever been any uh, racism or whatever at your school that's had to be dealt with or um, we yeah? just had a little bit of an event where oh. it was um so we had a national culture day so they had flags all up and which flag? They, they ripped down a flag. They ripped down the Israel Israeli flag. flag. Yeah. The Israeli what? flag. Really? Yeah. 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 No, they like tore it. And then uh, Who? When was this? We, we this don't is know. actually a big we don't story. Know. It was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. At the Port Credit Secondary School? Yeah, they yeah. tore what it What was down. it for? There's Jewish kids at your school? Yeah. And they had like a table or we something? We had um, like flags for everybody. For, Where, yeah. and for every culture. Yeah. And we got every culture. We had food from each culture. And um, yeah, you paid five bucks to get in, and you could eat whatever like from every culture. It was like cool. Kind of like a not like a cultural but, buffet. Yeah, mosaic. Yeah. yeah. And they, yeah. they made an announcement and said it got torn down. I think, and they replaced it right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm very upset about that. Actually, it's actually a big story, and I don't know. It did you want to say something? The, it was on the same day that a Holocaust survivor came to speak to the kids. Who about was that? Their experiences. His name was Ellie Gotts. Ellie Gotts. Yeah. yeah of course, yeah. we know him very same well. Same day. Yeah. It was the same did day. No. No. No, he didn't know. So was there any... Did you guys hear Ellie Gott's speech? Oh, yeah. He's amazing. Yeah, he's like amazing. Um, did you want to tell me your name? 
Jessica De Medeiros. Are you the principal or no, no? I'm a history teacher at the school. Oh, oh. so you taught you teach them the Holocaust, World War yeah, II, yeah, all this stuff. Yeah. And then what was the preparation that you had to do for this show? We were invited. We we got an email that we, it was uh, all expenses paid that we were invited to come see uh, a play uh, to commemorate the 90th anniversary. And so we were like, yeah, absolutely. And me and another history teacher got it all organized and, yeah, brought the kids down. And it looks like they had a nice day. Sources say the tearing of the Israeli flag actually happened on May 5th. It was done as a political protest. I've seen a photo of the flag. The school did replace it, and officials sent out a notice to the school community condemning what happened as anti-Semitism. We've reached out to the Peel Region District School Board. They haven't responded by deadline, but promise they will give us a statement shortly. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Thelma Lesser in Montreal. And we'll end with a little more from the Christie Pitts riot play. The last day to see it is Friday, June the 16th, although Rosenthal hopes he can stage it once again on the actual 90th anniversary on August the 16th, and he would love for it to go on tour next year. It's free for the public to attend. We put links in our show notes to find out more. Special thanks to my colleague Alex Rose from the CJN for some of the audio. Gentile all the time. And by Gentile... I am referring to the 80% white British descendants, the Protestants. As for the Italian Catholics, the Greek Orthodox, and us Jews, we are second-class citizens, the lot of us, which many Protestants take pains to remind us. To some, we are merely tolerated. To others, well, to others, we are not Welcome. And we are definitely not welcome north of Harvard Street, which is where we are right now, Christie Pitch, the land of the Gentiles. And so, when the mostly Jewish players on the Harvard team play here, we are entering enemy territory. Now, enemy, that's a strong word, I grant you that. But there is more you need to know about this story. Yes! It is a once-upon-a-time story. It's also a true story. August 16th.